0: Dear friends, more and more people can see how we are all constantly bombarded with conflicting ideas about who we should be, how we should behave and who our next enemy should be. All these while being encouraged to ignore the clues that we are all living under the great illusion, the modern society that we all have built. created more and more people realize that the walls that we have built and that give us a sense of restlessness a sense of alienation these walls are within us within each of us and this also means that the spiritual self-revolution needs to start within our own self
1: Hello and welcome wherever you are in the world. Today we present the audio reflection that opens our monthly activities. Every month we explore a different aspect of the universal wisdom through a series of weekly public talks on Zoom. For more information about our event, follow the links in the written description below. We hope that our podcast will provide you with food for thought, inspiration for new questions and impulses in your research for new answers. High ideals like equality, freedom, happiness are bent and distorted to suit this group, that party or one's own convenience. Every one of us buying into this illusion helps perpetuate it. Every time we buy into division, disunity and disharmony we perpetuate them and cause suffering in our lives and in the lives of others. Many well-meaning people are swept up into becoming mouthpieces of a failing reality. The cracks present in this reality Are becoming more and more visible both on the individual level and at a societal level. The norms and expectations on which our society and our life are based, what psychologists call the habitus, are questioned by more and more people who awaken to the inner spiritual need of moving beyond these norms and start exploring the real essence of and in their lives. Essence which cannot be constrained by these norms. Yet, some forms of the habitus are nearly invisible because they seem so natural to us. In almost all of the various tastes in everything from food to musical preferences, we conform to this because the cultural expectations of the habitus go so deep within the subconscious that they are not registered. They are established from the moment we're born. In fact, they even have their foundations in atavistic impulses and instincts. This makes the habitus a self-perpetuating structure, whereby those brought up in a certain habitus will nurture its specific values in their children and so make sure the cycle continues. If we, if you, also aspire to liberate ourselves from this habitus structure, from the illusions, powers and influences that govern us from outside and, most importantly, from within, the structures and impulses of our own ego, consciousness, then an honest process of self-observation will highlight how we are most of the time bound to automatic reactions, involuntary and not within our conscious understanding. Although we may think we are in control of our lives we see so little of what is actually driving us. So we reach that crucial point in life where we ask ourselves, is there anything beyond this existence of human conditioning and limited sphere of action? How can we break free and enter a process of development of the consciousness that would help find out who we really are, where we are coming from, and what is our purpose in life as a human being? On recognizing this animating insight, In our awakening consciousness. We are touched by a force that does not find its source in the same system that encompasses our existence. This force has the capacity to stun us to the core of our being. This force calls us very directly and very deeply so we participate with a new found agency in a process of self-revolution into this new conscious existence
2: however this is not an easy task to neutralize the ego which is the central point where all these forces and threads connect we need to go beyond the continuous resistance that these same forces will put up. To change, we need to overcome the inertia of our own feelings, our own emotions, our own ideas, all of which stem from this package of illusions. To be able to break free from the influences of the ego, we are first to realize that our inherited karma and consciousness is continually oriented towards the five senses, towards the ephemeral the temporary, actually has us imprisoned. We are therefore chained to a temporal illusion, evoking a constant sense of dissatisfaction for the one within, that seeks higher and non-transient values to live by. In this life, as human beings, do we acknowledge that we are passing through a world which is characterized as the nature of death? the densest level of energetic vibration, where all that is born must eventually die. The ego is constantly active, defining your self-image or social mask, the persona and the role you are playing in life. Your ego thrives on self-validation and status approval. It wants control and is sustained by the power to survive because it lives in fear. There are no outer enemies, so there is no one to fight against. All those are projections, illusions of our ego, to trap us in its entanglement, in the rising, shining and fading that regulates the world of polarities, conflict and suffering. Avoiding those battles adjusts our soul directed focus to the fundamental nature of the inner work so that our struggle is always an internal one. Through a deep level of awareness of who we really are, by observing both the negative and the positive in self reflection, the necessary structural change within our consciousness also called the fundamental reversal, is allowed to result through our conscious participation in this development, dependent on our one-pointedness of purpose. The reality that the universal wisdom teaches is that we are all part of the same unity of the spirit. Only mankind has forgotten its spiritual origin It has no direct experience of the complex spiritual system that encapsulates our own existence. This journey of inner discovery and awakening brings us the possibility of a total inner transformation of consciousness and therefore real liberation from the unending wheel of life and death. This is the fate of the microcosm if we do not initiate a complete inner revolution. The only key to open the gate of this prison is to be found also within you in the last spark of eternity, the spiritual seed at the center of your existence. So become the observer of the inner and the outer dialogue within and around you. Create the necessary space to listen to the silence within, beyond the noise of the conditioned mind. Open up a space within where conflict and criticism, judgement or argument are not continuously fed by fear and anxiety or the need to overcome others. The process of inner transformation will start establishing itself as the restored consciousness which can then radiate out its divine light out into our dark and fallen world as support for those who suffer the distress caused by ignorance of the Spirit, the uniting force of the All. So, if we
3: fully acknowledge that the only thing we can be sure of in this world is unrelenting change and uncertainty, then, through our conscious new attitude to our life, we intuitively turn to that which is nearer than hands and feet, to the spiritual essence within. And being the initiate in this process of self-revolution, we fully acknowledge that we are not an end in ourselves, but a means to an end. This acknowledgment can result in the awakening of our latent, full potential for true spiritual growth. Through a complete loss of the subjective self-identity, we can undergo the hero's journey. The seed of the spirit, the dormant remnant of the original divine life in the human heart, is like sleeping beauty, It needs the awakening kiss of love of the handsome prince of the light. This is a familiar narrative. And similar to that we find Arjuna in the Bhagavad Gita or Percival in the Knights of King Arthur in search for the Holy Grail. We all need guidance for this change and fundamental reversal. Like Arjuna needs Krishna. Percival needs Galahad, and Sleeping Beauty needs her prince. But this guidance is not, however, outside of ourselves, it is within us. It is an immeasurable indwelling force that wants to awake. And it has been calling us since time immemorial, and will enable the radical climax of the inner spiritual self-revolution but only if we let it through our personality's service to this higher aim during our lives. A wonderful analogy of this process is the bodily metamorphosis of the caterpillar turning into a beautiful butterfly, the divine reborn soul taking flight with spirit being and enters a new reality. In that reality, beings that were once bound only to space and time are taking up into the realm of eternity, love and unity. Those that were lost are found. The previously dormant divine human being now bearing again the consciousness of its original divinity, has consciously returned to wholeness. And it could only do so in collaboration with and servers through the then also transmuted and transfigured mortal personality. That is the universal mystery of spiritual self-realization.
1: Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoyed it. If you wish to support us in reaching more people, like our posts, rate us with five stars on iTunes, leave a positive comment where you can, or share our content on your social media.